Yeah, yeah. Uh. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. Yeah. Underrated, underrated, we the underdogs, underestimated. We the one. We the one. Yeah, out of the darkness, I rose up. Golden my soul, it's a gold rush. Yeah, yeah. It's episode 95 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. This is after potty number 24. The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Now, this is an after potty, but we're going to proceed with the check-in. T-Petty, rock the bells, the concert, fill in the blanks, and how are you doing today? What up, what up? Uh, I am fantastic. Uh, rock the bells, uh, 10 out of 10, everybody should go. It was money well spent. You get like 12 hours of entertainment and I'm not even counting the fools in the crowd, which is- Wait, 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 who was there? Who was there? Like what, like what acts? Who wasn't there? All right, hold on. I got to pull up my list because it was extensive. I'm just going to hit the highlights though. Just the highlights. So don't nobody get offended if I don't mention your name. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, so the host- hostess was Roxanne Chante. Not to be confused with the real Roxanne. And if you are young, you probably don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Go and Google it. I don't have time to play. Um, so, so let's see. Highlights. Scarface. Okay. Rick Ross. Okay. Now, I think this is being kind of funny. This set and then Jada Kiss and the locks came out right after that. Now, didn't Jada Kiss just wow. murder them on a versus wow. here? I well, they, they, are, they all hot, riding coattails, riding coattails. Murder is to put it kindly. I thought that was a little shady. I was into it though. Um, Fat Joe and Remy Ma, Papoose dropped all the way up, all the way up. Last Lil Kim, okay. low key, the best set of the show. Ah, okay. Not kidding. You said Lil' Kim? Lil' Kim was Lil' Kim. Hey, her new joint is kind of hot, though. I was like, oh, Lil' Kim back. Yep, yep. She she did all the classics, all the ones everybody loves. Uh, Busta. Ah, energy, yes. All the energy. Q. Y'all know that's my Whoa, next. Oh, I know you. Yeah, that was it. That's all who had to be. That was now, you know that's he's my next ex-husband. So <laughs> oh, oh Shay Jackson. And then um LL. Okay. Of course. You can't have a rock the bells without L. The vibes was cool. It was uh, you know how they have like food and stuff, like the vendors, all the vendors were black owned. They were all rappers, if I'm not mistaken. That's what's up. Uh, Black entrepreneurship. Now, it was hot as Satan's ball sack out there. I, <laughs> I ain't gonna front. So, <laughs> Wait, what, where was it at? It was in Queens. And it was oh, at it was out, it was out, out, outdoor venue. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it was a smooth 97 degrees basically all day. Wow. Now, it was an act on. I'm not gonna say their names because I ain't, I'm not trying to be that shady. And honestly, they were boring as fuck. 
Wow. But they got applause because the sun went behind a cloud and people was like, yeah. And dude on the like, stop clapping because the sun went behind a cloud, right? Negro, yes, we are. Please get the Please. It was a good ass time, though. I would definitely go back again. That's what's up. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Queens, rock the bells, LL Cool J. Uh, we won't say the name of the satellite service, but he has his own channel there, of which uh, Roxanne Shante has a show called Have a Nice Day. I think mm-hmm. it's three to seven or four to seven in the afternoons. It is lively, and she is a great radio host. So if you get a chance, check her out. So that's what's up. All right, T. Petty. Oh, and I can't even forget DJs. Kid Capri was there in between sets. Kid Capri. Oh, nice. Capri. Capri. It, was, it was worth the money. So if y'all get a chance to go, Follow them on Instagram, Twitter, all the socials. See when they announce the dates for next year and get your ticket. That's but not before up. I get mine. Got that. Got that. That's what's up. Glad you enjoyed yourself. Uh, sir, you up in Baltimore. So um, let's see. This is the time of year you like. The number of days for summer vacation for them kids is dwindling. Uh, how is back to school shopping? And what have you been doing since the last uh, episode, sir? You know, I, I actually been trying to enjoy the last days of summer. I've been trying to chill a little bit. You know, I was I was like out in like um I wasn't out like T Petty was having a, a really good time, but I did go out a little bit. And you know, you know the little scooters, mm-hmm. the little scooters that you can get on and ride around. So I yeah. was riding around like um Baltimore on the little scooters. So like that was a lot of fun. So I've just been doing little stuff, just trying to trying to get out and relax a little bit. We're trying to figure out what's what's the last kind of trip family trip of the summer um, before the kids go back to school. Um, but we might just wait until like the the Labor Day weekend. So just been chilling. Okay. Now I'm trying to imagine you on one of these scooters. Was you popping like wheelies on these scooters and was the cops <laughs> chasing after you? You know, like, you know, I, it's like, you know how um, in Baltimore we call them like the 12 o'clock boys because they, um, they, they either ride their bikes or really like dirt bikes and they pop a wheelie. And it's like straight up in the air, like 12 o'clock. Now, I ain't never seen nobody do it on a scooter. <laughs> I don't know. If you, maybe you can do a wheelie on a scooter. But, like, I, I think the back would drag the ground before you could really, like, get it going anywhere. I hear that. I hear that. Man, uh, I ain't been up to too much, man. Just uh, working on my check-in. I uh, want to give a shout-out to my homegirl, Legal Eagle 18. She had a graduation party, graduated from law school, got her Juris Doctorate. So uh, very proud of her. Uh, always. I will be calling you soon. I was just about to say it. I was like, I may be able to swing a discount for you if you need a lawyer. Yeah, hook so, a brother up. Does she do criminal law? Because you know you be up to some kind of schemes all the time, Jace. Well, I tell you, if, uh, how long can you technically keep one of them scooters? <laughs> Let's not admit to crimes. You who you think? I'm you just saying. but uh had a good time with her family was there uh daughter uh two sisters her mom um her husband the whole family was there man to support her and uplift her so it was a surprise party for my my homegirl legal ego 18 and uh very proud of her i've been knowing her since head start and uh she wouldn't let nothing deter her so she's got her law degree so you know when you're in a room with somebody that's you never want to be the smartest person in the room, right? And then when you have a circle of friends and then you got people that's doing better than you, you in the right room because that gives you something to aspire to. So I told her that. 
Uh, she's one of my role models and somebody that I could point to that, uh, you know, I can do uh, better. And, um, you know, she uh, sets the tone. So uh, congratulations to my homegirl, Legal Eagle 18, on graduating from high school. Um, also, y'all, uh, obviously, folks, uh, none of us won the mega billions. Uh, that's what we was talking about on the last podcast. However, T. Petty and Drees, we have not heard from our homeboy from Chicago, nor his wife. That And the winner has not come forward. So that kind of got me wondering what's going on there. Y'all got any suspicions? I don't know. They might be putting their uh, LLC together to make the announcement. But, like, I I, I hope they w- they will win. But I, I'm, I'm interested to know who the winner is, though, because that's a lot of bread. Because even if you, know, if you say you got to pay, like, half of it up front in taxes. Half of it so up that, front in taxes. There's still a half a billy, right? It's like 1.3, so they get 765, and they probably get like 324 or something like that. Three plus, 300 million easily. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, after that taxes. Right. Wait, wait. Break the math down again. Now you said 1.3 billion. You got to pay federal, and then you got to pay state and local taxes. So right. it's more than half? Yeah, so it's 1.3 billion if you take the 30 payments or the 29 payments. If you take the cash, it's half. So it'd be like, I don't know what's. Right, we have like five hundred, like six hundred fifty, and then you got to pay million. the taxes on that. You got to pay the taxes on that, which is three twenty-five. Oh, you're probably like thirty-nine wow. percent federal, eleven percent state. You might be Dang. able to get you to get a lawyer that could do some creative financing to get you to pay a little less than half. But oh, that's generally speaking about what you're gonna get. Oh, but uh, yeah. somebody that wins the lottery, they're the only million or millionaire or billionaire that's that's paying their share of taxes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nobody else making that kind of money exactly. they have and, like and all kinds of other stuff but somebody that's winning a lottery they don't have a way to shelter that exactly. not legally anyway yeah yeah unless they find a really smart accountant so but yeah you gotta you gotta pay that but 325 million dollars is more millions than what i got right now so congratulations to that person yep. or people and it looks like they're doing it the right way they're probably getting all their ducks in a row so that's what's up that's what's up all right, y'all. Uh, T. Patty, let's just get into it. Just got some fast and furious news items. I'm going to get y'all's uh, reaction on this. Uh, Mar-a-Lago got raided, T. Patty. Assess this. Let's not call it a raid. Let's okay. call it what it was. It was a warrant that was executed on a motherfucker who had been holding <laughs> on to classified documents. For wait, wait, wait. Why you said that like, why you said that like Cube would say it? <laughs> because I'm tired of the bullshit. It was not a raid. It was a warrant, and let's be clear, he got away with all kinds of shit that none of us would have been get, able to get away from. As soon as it was apparent that one of us had even put one eyelash on one of those fucking documents, we would have been locked up and not given 18 months and several requests to turn shit over. Because y'all remember, it first came out like in 2021, that he had like 15 boxes of materials. Remember that? Uh-huh. They knew soon thereafter. So they he, they were like, okay, we turn this shit back over to you. And the archivist was like, uh, where's the rest, bitch? And they have been going through legal wrangling ever since then. They visited the estate multiple times. They've told him that he needed to put a padlock on the door, wherever the fuck this stuff was, et cetera, et cetera. Finally, they got tired of asking his bitch ass, So they executed a warrant. So to that, I say good, because they are looking at that motherfucker for espionage 
and two other very serious charges, each of which carries enough time in prison that is be essentially a life sentence for him. Good. Good. <laughs> so for everybody that was talking shit about Merrick Garland and his Justice Department and blah, blah, skippity, blah, didn't I say, just wait a minute, everybody just calm your tits, just hold on a second, meticulous, none of that shit leaked, and they going about business. I mean, it was a whole lot of other shit that, were, that was happening. That was just like the one that overshadowed the news, but it was a lot of shit going down. They yeah, Mary, Mary Garland was like, yeah, and I signed it too. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I signed, signed it personally. And you want to <laughs> complain talking about uh, what the warrant, what was on the warrant? He was like, let's unseal it, bitch. Call your bluff. Now what? Now what you going to do? There it is. I stand corrected, Drees. It was not a raid. A warrant was served at Mar-a-Lago for Orange People's President. Assess this. Alright, just, just, just like Watch this now. So you know how he petted. He he extra petted, right? So what happened was he lost. He a sore loser. And he said, I'm going to take all this stuff with me. Now, I don't know what y'all, y'all what, what, what's in the warrant, what came there. But I think he had something like the original like Constitution or like the Federalist Papers or something like that. Because he the type of dude to swipe that stuff. And he'll take the like the constitution and put it up on his bathroom wall or something like that. Because <laughs> he, like, he petty like that. And he and he probably thinks like, oh, ain't nobody gonna miss this. I, I'll take this. Ain't nobody gonna ask for it. And then when they say like, you know, stuff, this stuff is like, you know, top secret, he's like, well, I, I can declassify it just as I say it's declassified. Because I got that power. That's I was like, hey, no, works. that is not how it works. But that's how you think, though, T Petty. That's how you think. Okay. So, this, so is yeah. he, this is what he was really thinking about. He wasn't thinking about being petty, although he is a petty bitch. He was thinking about selling that shit. That's mm-hmm. what the fuck he was doing. He well, was yeah, selling it to the yeah. highest fucking bidder, which is why he's being charged with what? Espionage. And the, the crazy part about this is they told him, like, bring the stuff back. He's like, I ain't bringing nothing back. It's like, well, will you put a padlock on the door? A padlock on the door. Do you know, like, that, one more logo ain't that secure. Right. <laughs> you think adding a padlock on the door gonna keep other countries out and other, you know, other other foreign agents from getting to that stuff? They probably already got to that stuff. That's why they had to raid it, because they say, look, we probably already right. got chatter that they already planned. I already got some stuff. They about to go get some more. We better go get this. But they were getting that rat. stuff when he was in office, let us oh, not Lord. that slender oh, man Jared Kushner got two billion dollars from the Saudis. Oh, he sure did. did he he got right because he was fucking smart. No, they've been selling wow. shit. So I just wow. wait to see what else happens because again, a whole lot of shit was going on around the same time that Warren was executed. So Garland sued Idaho for their abortion ban. He sued Peter Navarro. Well, he, the DOJ. He so got that phone. He got that phone. <laughs> Pat Cipollone and Philbin indicted the killers of Breonna Taylor. Y'all can't forget that. 
Absolutely. He's been busy. And he seized a representative's phone. Uh, what was that fool's name? Scott Perry. So that was just all in the past like week and a half, two weeks. The Justice Department has been very busy. And they're about to be even more busy. But be because of that, the uh, that warrant being executed, A, Trump has gained 10 points in the polls, which should tell you everything you need to know about the fucking GOP. Mm. But all these threats and violence against FBI agents. You heard about the dude in Cincinnati, right? Yeah. So yeah. Went to the office and acted a fool. He got shot and okay. killed. So let's talk about that because he showed up with an AR-15. He got into the office, but then shot at them with a nail gun. A nail gun, T. Petty. You know what? He a nail gun. Die because he was too fucking stupid to live. A nail gun. Mm. I'm just saying. That's crazy. Somebody going to prison. I don't know who it is, but it's somebody. And don't forget that there are several investigations. So it's the DOG investigation. It's the House investigation, the January 6th committee. It's what's going on in New York where he pled the fifth 40 plus times. No, for 400. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That was 400. They it said it was 40. close to, you, five, they you, said it was close you, to 500 you, times. He you, yeah, you, you would think it would reasonably would be 40 T. Petty. So that's 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 a normal person. My bad. State. I was missing. But like 400. <laughs> 400. You ain't and, got and the case in Georgia. Yeah, he got Where, where Judy, Giuliani was yeah. just this it. week, I believe. So... He's going to be busy uh, past uh, November 2024, so that'd be good. Hopefully his ass will be tied up in knots and we won't have to worry about his janky ass. So we'll, we'll continue to monitor that and see what's going on. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, episode 95. This is after party number 24. The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Dries, you're up. Uh, I can't give you 1,865 points yet, but you're on the track. Liz Cheney lost her election in Wyoming, which may set the wheels in motion for her to run for president. Uh, you have predicted that she would be the GOP nominee for president. You still holding uh, true to that prediction? What? Yes. What yes. the hell kind of prediction listen, is that? Okay, this is, okay I, I said this before. This is, this is how I say. Liz Cheney is chopping heads, right? She on the January 6th committee. She right, they 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 censored her, right? They, they pretty much cut her out of leadership. They said, all right, we kicking you out. Liz Chase, like, all right, I see how you want to play. Got on the January 6th committee, was chopping heads, chopping heads out, bringing all of them down. Now she lost her little her little race here, but you know her daddy is Dick Cheney. He was the most powerful vice president in the history, some would argue, of the United States. Like she got a plan. I think she she's gonna be moving towards the nominee. The nominee for it's gonna be the new Republican Party. Liz Cheney gonna be sitting at the top of that as, as a woman. Watch and see. When all the smoke settle, that's who we're gonna come back to. Cause she's gonna look like the reasonable one out of all the crazies. So once once Mary Garland, all them get rid of all the crazy Republicans, she's gonna look like the sensible choice. And that's that's how that's gonna go down. Watch and see. <sighs> okay. T I, I got stuff to say about this. Okay. Uh, now I ain't no Liz Cheney fan. I know. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying that's how that's how she planning. She she got a plan. Her so, and Dick Cheney got a plan. All right. So let's talk this through. 
Number one, that's never gonna fucking happen. The Republican Party, as we have known it growing up in our lifetime, is over, dead, done. The beast that they unleashed with that fucking Tea Party, actually we can go back sooner than that. All this bullshit actually started with Newt Gingrich and that contract for America bullshit. So here we are 30 years later, and that monster that they thought they could keep contained and only pull out when it's time to vote has taken over the whole entire party. And, and let it run roughshod and get what you want, but now they can't step exactly. back. So now they can't control it. And so now the remaining so-called establishment Republicans, they are too scared to lose their power, their, their political seats, their whatever, their money, to speak out against what's going on, because this is all obvious. Instead of somebody like a Marjorie Taylor Greene or whoever this bitch is that defeated Liz Cheney last night, instead of them being relegated to the fringes, never to really be seen or heard from, they are now front and center, mainstream. The only requirement to be successful in the Republican party today is that you kiss Donald Trump's ass. That's it. That is it. And the people are going to support them. Liz Cheney is never going to win the Republican nomination. But what she did say, and again, I'm no Liz Cheney fan, because to be clear, she voted for Trump, his agenda, his judges, everything. Yep, yep. 95% of the time. Yep. The one thing that she broke with him on was treason and murder. That's it. That's the one thing. Everybody want to act like... <laughs> like you don't get no brown points for that. You don't get no points for me for that. And let's not forget that her father is who we used to call Darth Vader. Everybody's memory is so fucking short, but that was a very short time ago. And I remember all that bullshit. And I remember... He shot somebody in the face as a white president. Face. And they, and they apologized. I'm sorry, I put my face in front of your gun. I remember all this bullshit Liz Cheney is up to. Adam Kinziger, also the same way. So because they have principles about this one thing, you, A, don't get any brownie points from me. However, she's said, and she's been saying all along, that her goal is to make sure that Trump doesn't get anywhere near the Oval Office again in his bloated orange ass life. And if she has to go down doing it, she will. So what I think she will do is do the same thing that that goddamn Andrew Yang is doing, is do some kind of um, run where she sucks votes away from what we now call the GOP, but we know is just a bunch of insane people. She'll probably end up doing something like that. Mm. And in the time that she has left in office, the rest of the, those those Republicans who ousted her, who stripped her of her power, all that shit, they better be careful because they know whatever is happening in that committee that we don't know about yet, she, they she, got she's chopping heads. She's chopping heads. I'm telling you, she, so she, she has no chopping reason. heads now. She has yeah. no reason to hold back any of Nothing. that now. Nothing. And so I am really, really interested to see what's happening because our boy Benny already told us that depositions and stuff have been happening daily, almost since the date of the last hearing. So who knows what's about to come out? But um, I will say this is a very dangerous time in this country. Like, 
who would have thought the fucking GOP would be like defund the FBI, fuck the police, <laughs> uh, encouraging violence against a judge? Because wasn't they just complaining about that? Yep. Uh, encouraging violence against FBI agents, um, those who executed the warrant, those who signed the warrant, like. They, they, T-Pain, you're right. right. They took that, they took that law and order thing, which they was trying to push it, and they totally flipped it on his head. I don't know how they. It's, it's amazing. Because like it the mental gymnastics you got to do. Nothing at all to do with law and order, and everything to do with oppressing black people. So as long as it was us getting fucked up, us getting assaulted by the police, us getting murdered, shot, violated, it was cool. But as soon as one of them motherfuckers don't get their way. As soon as they are held to account for breaking all the laws, mm. then it's fuck the police. Those people are fucking crazy. You're mm, mm, mm. listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, episode 95, after party number 24. We're talking, as always, news, current events, race, culture, and politics here in the United States and across the world. The Digital Gumbo Podcast, our entire library of episodes is available on Apple Podcasts, Android. You can even tell your smart speaker to play the Digital Gumbo Podcast. We'll be right there where you are. Download, follow, rate, and review today. Download, follow, rate, and review today. T. Petty, Nancy Pelosi went over to Taiwan, and uh, China was not too happy about that. On her way out, they fired some missiles in her direction as she departed Taiwan. What the hell? Fuck China. So, you know, they have this whole, there's only one China. They do not recognize Taiwan as like a legitimate government. Mm -hmm. And so for Taiwan to be recognized by a country of the United States stature is an affront to them. So, of course, they're going to talk shit, bluster, bluster, blah, blah, blah. Plus, plus they're also really mad about that CHIP Act, I believe, that Biden signed. Yes. Um, so, I mean, they shot some missiles, but what they wasn't really trying to do shit. Not for real. They don't really want it with us, and we don't really want it with them, to be honest. Yeah. So it's going to be some posturing and some bullshit and, you know, the usual diplomatic blah, blah, blah. Uh, but I thought that, <laughs> I mean, Nancy Pelosi, to people talk shit about her, but she's a master politician a master politician. She gets shit done. It yeah. might not be the way that I want to have it done. And it is not, um, she doesn't rule her caucus with an iron fist the way Mitch McConnell rules his. Uh, but she gets shit done. All you have to do is look at Joe Biden's first two years in office and the monumental things that he's been able to get done with the slimmest of margins in the House and not even a margin in the Senate. He's still been able to get shit done. And that is because of Pelosi and Schumer. People don't want to admit it, but it's true. Absolutely. I, I'll give you props to that, T Petty. That's 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 straight on. But I, I do see this um this um Taiwan thing a little bit different. Like I don't it's not that bad, but I, I would say like this is all like Putin. When Putin rode in the Ukraine, China started looking at Taiwan, it's like, hmm. The world really ain't doing a whole lot here. They, you know, they they talking, but they ain't doing a whole lot here. And they started looking at Taiwan. I think that's Nancy almost had to go. She had to go to Taiwan just to show, like, look, 
don't try this. Like we cool with them, they good with us. Don't be coming over here looking at Taiwan like that. Cause before it was like all, all US leaders was like hands off with Taiwan. It's like, don't go over there. Don't go provoking China. Don't go doing whatever. But that's the state of the world now. It's just crazy right now that you had to have a high ranking US politician official, right? I think she's what, third in line of command in the United States, right? Did something so. happen to the president? Yeah. Like president, she had to vice go. President and the vice. And yeah, and then her. And, and, she, and she had the house, to yeah. yeah, speak of the house. She had to go over to Taiwan just to show that Taiwan was cool with the US and China don't try nothing. That's that's how crazy the world is right now. So so that's that's kind of how I saw it. And of course, China mad, so they're gonna shoot off whatever they're gonna shoot off. But like that he she needed to do that. I think she stopped whatever they was planning, because they was planning and scheming something for Taiwan. And Taiwan was gonna fight back like Ukraine, but we would have had a whole nother thing going on if Nancy Pelosi hadn't got on that plane and stepped foot right there. Hmm. All right, I got a little bit of cornucopia for y'all. So have y'all ever seen the movie The Nightmare Before Christmas? You know, oh yeah, that's a classic. I okay. never did see that. Never okay. see that. You, you gotta see The Nightmare Before Christmas. So it's this uh, character, Jack Skellington, and he took over and kidnapped Santa Claus and he wanted to like be Santa Claus and he took Santa Claus' sleigh and like they were shooting missiles and shit at the sleigh and he thought it was the greatest thing but they was trying to kill him. That's what I thought about when China started to shoot these missiles uh, near Nancy Pelosi's plane. Pelosi like what... Jack Skeleton. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Right around. <laughs> okay, the other thing is some of the missiles landed in Japan's airspace and water space. Japan was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't got nothing to do with that. Keep them missiles and shit over there. Like, this is not cool. Keep that shit over there. That's two. I told um, you the world is a hot mess. They're just shooting missiles off everywhere. All, all it's landing place. in all kinds of places. It's just like it's like a, it's like it's like the school the the schoolyard when like you know you got bullies walking around doing stuff, throwing stuff. It's, it, sometimes it hit the right people they want to hit. Sometimes it don't. Sometimes it's just crazy. It don't. Um, yeah. T. Patty was square on. To Taiwan is the world's number one chip manufacturer. We signed our own um, bill to um, pump up the uh, computer chip uh, manufacturing. So, um, you know, hopefully that uh, plant that I've been talking about in Columbus, Ohio, three billion um, at last count will come uh, to fruition. The other thing we found out. Chuck Schumer has a flip phone. The Montgomery Burns of Congress has a flip phone. He had a press conference. He's like, I'm out here. I'm making things happen. I'm making it happen. You know how I'll make it happen. He pulled a damn flip phone out of his damn pocket. <laughs> He's like, this is how you get things done. I was like, son of a bitch. That's, that's like somebody granddad. Like, let me yeah. show you how to do it, son. <laughs> this is how you do it. Surprised he didn't pull a rotary phone out of his goddamn briefcase. <laughs> that's all he need, though. He's just like, I got, I got the phone numbers whoever i need to i need to talk to i call them i talk to them exactly. i ain't gonna be texting i ain't gonna be sitting on no social media <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna talk to him I mean, that's, that's his rotary <laughs> he got a flip phone tv <laughs> i guess it can't be hacked and i'm not sure if he would know how to run a blackberry iphone samsung do you do you yes or no do you think chuck schumer could could run a smartphone Probably. I mean, he's a. That was a little bit of a side there before you answered well, that. Now, nah, nah, you know, you know, you know, you know, he got the same age as my parents. He's the same age as my parents, and they have the latest and greatest 
I, uh, cell phones. Now, why? I don't fucking know. But they have them, and they can do more than just call and harass and send messages. So they be doing a little something. But, you know, Chuck got what he need. Okay. Okay. Drees, you remember the phone that they was um, advertising for seniors back in the day? The jitterbug it had like 11 buttons. Yes. And it was all big. <laughs> but while you playing, though, I'll be like, I need a jitterbug. Because I'll be looking at my phone. I was like, why this text so small? Mm -mm -mm. Oh, my God. To, you know, I have, to, I have to hold my phone now at an arm's length. <laughs> Got, man, I, I, I got, got like, I got a holding, I got that all like, what, what, what the letters is? Uh, don't tell nobody else that. <laughs> Listen, look, we all in the pension zoom uh, era of our lives, so uh, you Who know. We don't be saying we. That's y'all. No, okay. I got to do with that. Me and Dries yeah, in the pension you, zoom. You probably got that fancy phone. You probably got like your phone probably like a tablet. You got the nice phone. <laughs> Damn, it's, it's a tablet. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn, T. Petty, uh, I'm gonna throw it back to you. We're gonna switch up just for uh, switch up gears just for a little bit. Tell us about this Wakanda Forever trailer and where you plan to be. I believe it's Veterans Day weekend when Wakanda Forever is released. Um, so the trailer was everything. I, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the trailer. Don't you haven't it. seen it's been. I, I know I, I seen, but then I've been kind of reluctant because I, I think I feel sad because um because you know I just feel sad I think watching it because I was like yeah I, I ain't ready for it yet I don't think I'm ready for it yet well I will say I'll just say this um the trailer was beautifully shot it was it's got me I'm anticipating and it has a shot of somebody in the panther suit, but I don't know who. Mm -hmm. So a mm. lot of speculation. See, that's what I ain't ready for. That's what you in the panther suit, but there was um, there's a tribute to the original Black Panther in there. Oh. Um, I don't Jeez. know where I will. Yeah, me crying. Go have me but, crying, T. Baby. Well, you know, I don't really do tears, so I didn't feel like that. But it was <laughs> it was an amazing trailer, and um. Just hearing Ryan Coogler and the rest of the cast talk about how they felt Chadwick Boseman's presence and how on the call sheet they didn't have a number one because that was his his number in the in the first film, wow. so they didn't use it wow. into the in the second one. It was um, it's going to be beautiful, just like the first Black Panther was. I don't know where I'm going to be. Uh, I'm hoping to be in the theater, assuming monkeypox is not running rampant in three months. Um, but depending on what's going on in the state of the pandemics, if they release it straight to um, straight to us at home, like they've done some releases, I will be paying whatever the money is to see it. If we are in a theater, I'll be paying that money to see it. Um, if we do something like we did the first one, I'll mm -hmm. be there. Just tell me when and where. Gotcha. I'll be there. Gotcha. I think that's what we're going to do. I need to reach out to the theater owner to uh, see if we can get them uh, fit. Well, it's not going to be 50 seats. It's going to be 48 because me and Mrs. Nook going to be right next to each other. But uh, I think they will go ahead and do that. I don't think they'll uh, release it 
you know, hopefully uh, the pandemic will be evened out at that point and they won't go uh, straight to, to home video. But I'm, I know this going to be in the theaters and it's going to be something else. So I'll keep you updated. You and Dreeks uh, updated as to uh, that 360 theater sellout. And uh, hopefully can do what we did the first time for Black Panther. Like literally, remember that, Dreeks? The first, when Black Panther, the first Black Panther came out, it was 15 theaters, 15, you know, screens at the theater. All of them was showing Black Panther yep. from 7.30 in the morning till midnight, like for that yep. whole back weekend. Back to back, back to the next back. Week. Yep. I, I was there at 7.30 a.m. on that Friday. I was like, it was nobody in there. I was like, this is good. I was like, I don't got to deal with a lot of people. So I'd actually seen a movie before y'all saw it, because I know when I was there at the theater, I wasn't going to be paying attention to the movie. I just wanted to see and make sure everybody had a good time, but we definitely had a good time. And uh looks like we might be able to show out again for Black Panther too. So uh, I we had a ball. Good. I think I, I was preparing for that for like three weeks. I had my outfit. <laughs> I was everything. Uh, yeah, you know. Outfit, that's yeah. true. Okay, let me yeah. ask about this. If y'all had to hazard guess, how many times have y'all seen Black Panther? Uh, oh, man. Because anytime it come on, I watch it, and then I, I, I on demand it too. Yeah. I on demand it too. I own so it. It's, like, it's on demand. I've seen it at least fifteen times. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, yeah. And I, I always struggle to remember the tribes. It's the Merchant Tribe, the River Tribe, the Border Tribe, and what's the other tribe? Damn, the Merchant Tribe. Huh? The Jabari. The Jabari. Yeah, Jabari. The Jabari. No, it is no. Ain't they the border tribe? Border oh, they tribe, the border tribe. Border tribe, the yeah. river tribe. Oh, the mining tribe. The river yeah. tribe, the mining tribe, the border tribe, and the merchant tribe. Yeah. The the merchant tribe. The merchant tribe will not challenge today. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I gotta say though about Wakanda. Wakanda was going along perfectly fine. Until white people came in there and started fucking stuff up. Mm -hmm. Uh, what's what's new about that? Exactly. <laughs> Thanos would have never brought his bitch ass over there if it wasn't for uh, what's his name was hiding out there. White people always fucking everything up. Y'all are always fucking stuff up. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Art imitating life, perhaps. God damn, we tired of y'all. Mm mm mm. Um, Drees, the Girl Scouts have introduced a new cookie. It is a raspberry cookie. I believe it is only going to be available online. Would you eat a raspberry Girl Scout cookie? Only if it was like a name after the Prince song. Raspberry Marie. You know uh, what? You have got to stop singing. T. Patty, I don't know <laughs> if you remember this or not, but Drees, uh, I forget which birthday it was, he came out dressed as Prince. He had a guitar <laughs> and everything. It was the oh, greatest thing. <laughs> I do. I not believe I still have yes. that video. <laughs> oh, that no, you know, you need to do Oh, it. you know what? I know that was in 20... Was that 2016? Yeah, it might. Yeah. yeah. Yes. 17, maybe. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yes. I introduced <laughs> him like, uh, what's that guy's name? The, um... Oh, what was the name of that show? Well, the the Beatles was on it. Oh, damn, the Ed Sullivan show. I was like, yeah, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> this young man is from, ladies and gentlemen. He came out dressed as Prince. I, I, I had the, the hair and everything. Ever. The he hair. Did. 
And you, yep. did them, you did them damn splits, and next thing you know, your ass. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. In 2017, I could do a split, T Petty. I'm losing it. Ain't no way I could do that today. Oh, yeah. In, really in 2022, I couldn't. <laughs> you was acting like you had rickets for the next three weeks. <laughs> we, I, wouldn't, we, I, I wouldn't even attempt it today. Me and Drees is a, a big age, so I'll tell you the story, T Petty. I don't know if I told you this before. We had uh, nice seats that Mrs. Nook had got us for the basketball game, so I forgot who was playing. Um, but um, we walked across the floor. Dick Cheney, not Dick Cheney was there. Um, oh, shit. Um, not Dick Cheney was there. I was um, Dick Clark. Bi- it was Joe oh, Biden Dick. was there that day. <laughs> not right? Dick Clark. Not sir. Dick Clark. No, he had a no. <laughs> I was I was trying to name all the famous dicks. Joe, <laughs> Joe, Dick Sporting Goods. Joe Biden was there that night. We walked across the floor. You know, on the edge of the floor, and um, you know, the ball went out of bounds. This joker, I forget who, who it was. It might have been JaVale McGee. He was standing up and was able to reach down with his long limbs and tie his shoelace without, like, he didn't bend at oh, all. Oh, yeah, I saw that. We was amazed. I was, like, I was like, what? I was like, This joker wow, tied yeah. his shoe. Yeah, looked like and- <laughs> he just stood, he, he just was able to reach over with his long limbs and tie his shoe without bending his body in any way, shape, or form. I was very upset with this. Yeah. I tried to do the same damn thing and almost popped my hip out of joint. I was just like, I cannot do that anymore. <laughs> I was upset. I was like, wow, this is big age time, big age time. Um, T. Patty, back to the original question, raspberry Girl Scout cookie, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh, I need to... I need to see it. I don't know. Like what? The kind you find in the second hand But you know, Girl Scout cookies are generally good. So I would give it a shot. And you know, I know a lot of people who have kids that are are selling Girl Scout cookies. And so they hook a chamois every year. So I would probably try it. Um, and if I don't like it, I'll just give it to somebody else. Oh, wait, that does it have the raspberry, like the jelly inside, or is it like just kind of baked? Like, what kind of cookie is it? Like a fig Newton? It's is it like what? Like, what is like, uh, it's kind of it looks like it's along the lines of like a thin mint, but it has a raspberry inside. It's like coated in chocolate. Okay, gotcha. Okay, yeah. wait a minute. What that sounds real uh, busy. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot, but. We'll see. I mean, it's only going to be available online, so they probably making everybody the the test, and then you know, so oh, so sold out, and we're going to make this available in 2023, and the little Girl Scouts will have them. That is legalized racketeer. That's some strong arm shit, right? <laughs> when you when they come with that that list, that little form, and you don't fill it out, you're like a Scrooge. You're like the scourge of the office <laughs> if you don't order at least one box, <laughs> and then you didn't order boxes from the office and then you know the pandemic is kind of sort of over and they be out there with them damn boxes um at the supermarket trying to get you and then i told you the little girl that sold like fifty thousand dollars worth of cookies in colorado she set up her table with cases and cases of cookies like right next to the dispensary man she cleaned up i think she was like the number one uh girl scout cookie seller in america that's some smart shit that's the that's the future you know like a business and entrepreneur you're gonna sell some cookies where are you gonna sell some cookies right next to the dispensary they're going in high about to get high they're coming out high and you can make and you know they, they, they probably they probably bought, bought them going in and coming out because they probably forgot like oh yeah girl scout <laughs> <laughs> samoas 
So, uh, so definitely uh, up on that. T. Patty, give us a uh, Brittany Griner update. I know that uh, as of last count, uh, she was found guilty. Um, there is an appeal that's going on now, and they're trying to work behind the scenes. What's going on with Brittany Griner over there in Russia? So, you know, I've been traveling for the past three weeks, basically. Um, and so that's the last update that I have, that they are still working the diplomatic channels on this side um and she's put in an appeal um to appealing that nine-year sentence i mean there have been multiple stories that have come out showing that the weed pen that she allegedly had um like generally the the punishment for that is maybe a month and you pay a fine and you go about your business but because she's being used as a political pawn um, we see what that result is. So um, it's just taken such a very long time. Like she has been locked up now for six months. Yeah. Right. It's going on seven months. Yeah. Um, so I know it's her. It's, uh, I believe, a former Marine that they're trying to get out. So I, I do hope that Russia cuts out the fuck shit and they go ahead and bring her home. But Honestly, I'm I'm not encouraged. I'm really not. Yeah, yeah. Dries, they was talking about this prisoner exchange, this swap, you know. And uh, at least uh, at the front of the house, we haven't seen anything happen. Maybe something's going on behind closed doors and uh, back channels, man. Um, just uh, what you're seeing on the the BG uh, front, uh, the updated on her. Yeah, I'm just hoping it, it still stays like in the public consciousness and in the news. As long as people talking about it, then, it, you know, at least I think that gives it more leverage and more likely to do a prisoner swap. Mm -hmm. But I know this is like super sensitive to and, and how they do it. And they can't tell you a whole lot, but they need to go ahead and get that done. Mm -hmm. And uh, and, you know, get her home because this has been going on. You know, how long has it, not been, it been T-Penny? Like, it's been like, God, like. Six is months, it six on, months? months yeah, it's almost like half. Yeah. Oh yeah, over half a year. Yeah. So yeah, so yep. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it was they, they kind of showed the, the trial or different, you know, clips of the, of the trial, and I think she was going between, and she just turned around and was like, uh, I love my family. And I was like, oh my god, that just broke my heart. You know, just kind of thinking about that, you got a loved one you know, who you're like, you can't get to, you can't get to the people you love. So they, yeah, they need to hurry up and kind of figure something out with that. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking, I don't know if I said this before, but Russia has a 99.75% conviction rate uh, in criminal mm -hmm. cases. So you got a better chance of being struck by lightning and ate by a polar bear in a snowstorm in Phoenix than uh, winning your case over there in Russia. So hopefully, uh, you know, these back channels will get done. And uh, I'm gonna put it out there. I, I think that she might come home before Labor Day. So that's uh, only a couple, uh, two and a half weeks away as a taping of this podcast. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, cooler heads prevail. They'll get this prisoner swap done and, uh, and Brittany Griner will be home. So hashtag free BG. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast, the podcast all about news, current events, race, culture, and politics in the United States and around the world. Digital Gumbo Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Android, and your smart speakers. Just tell your smart speaker to play the Digital Gumbo Podcast 
and voila, we will appear uh, in your home. Well, we won't appear there, but you'll hear our voices uh, in your home. Uh, we want you to download, take some episodes on the road with you, follow us, rate and review today. Download, follow, rate and review today. Uh, Drees, have you seen this video, Terrell Owens in his own neighborhood, this Karen called uh, the Ooh. police on him, saying that he was uh, speeding in the neighborhood and uh, these Karens are not taking vacations, they are not taking the summer off. A Karen called the cops on Terrell Owens. Yes, I, I, I saw like the clip of it and and um and what she said, she's like, you you a black man approaching a white woman. Like, she said like, yeah. yeah that's you, what you that bitch said. Up. You that's know what's what up. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was crazy. And that, you know, it just go to show you, I don't care who you are, how much money you got, what neighborhood you live in, like, you know, race and America and race is like it is always there and it'll it'll jump out and bite you whenever. So that's that's what that was. And he, he just happened to catch it on camera this time. But yep. T Patty, that was a whole mess. And then she's a, like she lives in the same neighborhood as him, and then she's accusing him of living in a ghetto-ass neighborhood. It's like, you live in the same neighborhood. What are you yeah. talking about? She's talking about it was a low-class neighborhood. Like, girl, why are you counting his pockets, number one? Number two, that bitch was like, um, you're a black man approaching a white woman. Bitch, he wouldn't, A, let's talk about how fucking racist and fucked up that is, because mm -hmm. she knows then that is what that like those are the magic words, right? That's what triggers trigger right. triggers white then, white supremacy. It's course, like the white supremacist call call sign like a bat signal. Right, like a bat signal. <laughs> and then this bitch started crying when the police showed up. He was like, there they go, there they go with the bullshit. And so the black woman who came out, she wasn't on camera, but you could hear her voice. She was obviously black. And she was like, What the fuck is happening? I know she lying because X, Y, and Z. First of all, the whole thing started because she said he was speeding. Girl, who died and made you the police? Shut the fuck up. They are constitutionally unable to mind their own goddamn business. And then when they get checked, and rightfully so, then they're the fucking victim all of a sudden. All of this could be avoided if you did what? Mind your motherfucking business. Go in the house with your raggedy ass husband and y'all go in there and complain about the black people. Why are y'all always confronting us? And then when you get your feelings hurt or when you get your ass beat, then it's, you want to make a whole big capital case out of it. Just find your business. And the husband was silent for most of the video. Silent. It sounded like he was, you know, I mean, okay. from what you could, what you could conjecture <laughs> is that he just wanted to just, he was trying to tell her before the cops showed up to take your ass in the house. But she didn't listen, and she wanted to perform and put on that performance, that Karen performance, and that shit didn't uh, go well, you know. So that's just uh, just ridiculous, you know. Again, um, not even your own neighborhood, and just uh, again, um, just uh, bullshit. So uh, hopefully, uh, cooler heads prevail, and one of them gonna wind up moving for whatever reason. And uh, I hope it's uh, her, to Karen, and uh, her family. But uh, ragged bitch. Bullshit uh, never takes a, a day off in America. Okay, I'm going to break format for a second. Like, since our last um, podcast, we have lost legends. Legends. Let me mm. roll down what I have mm. in terms of uh, yeah. a list of what we have. Bill Russell, civil rights icon, 
the greatest winner in professional sports history, 11 out of 13 championships, the first black coach in the NBA, and his legacy, even the MVP award for the NBA finals is named after him. Rest in peace to him. Nichelle Nichols, actress, the first black woman in outer space. I put these three people together, Gene Roddenberry, George Lucas, and George Clinton, some of the first people to put black people into outer space. Nichelle Nichols, just love her, love her, love her pioneering actress and, um, you know, uh, Star Trek and so many other things she did. We want to say rest in peace to her. Uh, Mary Alice, uh, black actress, pioneering actress in the 70s, most famously noted uh, for her role of Lou on A Different World. We want to say uh, rest in peace to her. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. The most, her most beloved role to black girls my age, probably in the 40 up to like late 50s range, mm -hmm. is her role as the mother in the original Sparkle from 1976. Ooh, you Not take that remake bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But the one with Lynette. The original. Irene <laughs> yes. Sarah, Philip Michael Thomas. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Classic movie that I watch at least three times a year and still know every single word. That's what's Mary up. Alice. What's up. Okay, taking it back, Mary Alice Sparkle. We're going to put a link uh, to the podcast notes uh, in that one. Um, for me, the greatest sports broadcaster that ever lived, Vin Scully, 67 years with the Dodgers organization, mostly the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, born in the Bronx, went to college in Fordham. At 22, he got one inning per game to broadcast on radio for the Dodgers, moved with the Dodgers from Brooklyn to Los Angeles and never looked back. The greatest sportscaster that ever lived. Did golf, did, a, did NFL football, and a number of other sports. The greatest uh, sports broadcaster that ever lived. Rest in peace to Vin Scully. Olivia Newton-John, singer, actress, known for her role in Greece and her Number one smash hit physical, uh, passed away after, I believe, a second or third battle with cancer. So we want to say rest in peace to her. And Roger Mosley, actor, pioneering black actor, uh, was uh, most famously noted for his role on Magnum P.I., some of his uh, most uh, famous work. And we also want to say uh, rest in power to him. Uh, T. Patty, just uh, roll through that list of folks that we lost just in the past two, two and a half weeks. Yeah, it was, um, this was a rough stretch. It's like, man, so much of our our childhood, like our, our Gen X childhood, so many like icons and things that we looked up to, like Michelle Nichols, I mean, Bill Russell, come on. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, all happening. It seemed like it was like every other day an announcement was coming out. So happy, grateful that they are no longer in any pain, aren't suffering anymore, but monumental losses for uh, for the Black community. I mean, like, even Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because I can't tell you the amount of people, <laughs> the amount of Black folks I saw singing songs from Greece when she died. That's right. And people was uh, getting in the um, Grease Get Up and um, doing, you know, like the little power uh, videos, little trivia videos. So that's what's up. That's what's up. That's like iconic 70s and 80s uh, entertainment. So uh, 
Uh, again, rest in peace uh, to her. Drees, we lost Bill Russell's N- Bill Russell, Nichelle Nichols, Mary Alice, Vin Scully, Olivia Newton-John, and Roger Mosley. Man, just in the last two two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy to, to to think about that, and um, you know, just the impact that they had on like society and the world, right? Like, just like, the the first black woman in space on TV inspired the first black woman in space, right? Like Mae Jameson said, like, I, yeah, I was the first black woman in space because of her, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that. And then I was thinking about Bill Russell, you know, people, they do all the stories on like, you know, what they contributed to the to the game. Man, I read somewhere he introduced verticality to the NBA. You hear what I just said? Verticality of like, mm-hmm. just, 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 he changed the game, literally. <laughs> so everything that come after that, you know, he he's like, he led the way for that. So it's just bananas to think about that and all the other contributions that all the other folks made. So it just goes to show you that it's like, we have legends living amongst us and you do have to kind of recognize them and be, and, and, and be grateful that they're here for the time that they're here. Cause when they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. But like the legacy lives on, fortunately. Absolutely. T. Patty and Dries, I'm going to share a story with y'all about Bill Russell. Um, so I don't think Boston ever really deserved Bill Russell, the greatest winner in team no. sports history. Races um, at Boston. 11 championships in 13 years. The first black coach, he was a player coach and won two championships as a player coach. Um Someone uh, during his career broke into uh, Bill Russell's home, wrote nigger and other racial epithets on his wall and defecated, took a shit in his bed in Boston. They what? never that's crazy. They bought. That's why people hate Boston to this day. They are racist as fucking Boston. I really don't care about Boston. Um, so. I want to, you know, say again, rest in honor, rest in power to Bill Russell, but Boston, y'all never deserved him. Never, never, ever deserved Bill Russell. And they tolerated him because he was a black man playing basketball, but they did not deserve him in terms of his basketball prowess, his civil rights um, advocacy and activism and everything that he did for the human race and athletes. I mean, this is a guy that hung with Dr. King and Muhammad Ali, uh, Casey Jones, uh, and so many others, Jackie Robinson, people of that ilk uh, in a town that, again, did not respect him uh, for things outside of the basketball court and uh, did not deserve him. So I'm just going to go ahead and just leave that right there. Um, But uh, rest in peace uh, to those uh, folks that we we mentioned from uh, the public eye. Uh, and entertainment and sports world that passed away uh, this uh, this past uh, August. Um, T. Petty, let's turn our final four into a final three. We did our flowers, so give me something. Give me a, a prediction, a final thought, or a shout out. Uh, okay, you know who I'm going to shout out. I am going to shout out uh, Joseph Robinette Biden. That's what I'm going to shout out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give a round of applause. Round of applause, T-30. Um, <laughs> I, will, I will say that, I mean, Democrats were not crazy about him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
it was just like, okay, well, we'll take Joe because this other motherfucker got to go. But he has arguably been one of the most, he's had one of the arguably best two years of office of any president in at least the last 40 or 50 years. And he's done it without a majority. He's done it in the face of all kinds of bullshit um, from both his party and the opposing party. Um, he's done it in the middle of now two pandemics, uh, looming recession, inflation out the ass. Listen to, like, this is just a short list, right? Let's just go the last, like, 10 days. Mm -hmm. The Inflation Reduction Act. Boom. The Chips and Science Act. Boom. Them chips. Uh, that mission against the a leader of Al Qaeda took him out. Al Zawari. Um passed the PACT Act. Boom. Wait, what's the PACT Act? What's this? The one protecting um giving veterans funding and stuff. Oh yeah, the veteran joint. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um gas prices are steadily falling, so below four dollars and yeah, that was, yeah, half the gas stations. Mm -hmm. Um he signed an executive order protecting reproductive rights. That's just in like the last 10 days. So people talk shit. Yeah, He's been on the road. It's coming together. It's coming together. He he needed this 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 turn. This is like all that hard work paid off. And so he is positioning Democrats to to they got they got something to talk on. about. They, they got something to talk about. They got something to talk about. Midterms are coming. I mean, we're basically just two months out from midterms. Yeah. That's eight um, weeks, C-Paddy. That's eight yes. weeks. So in the face of all the bullshit, Joseph Robinette Biden and Kamala Harris are getting shit done. They're getting shit done. And you might not like how they... Oh, and let's not... He also just today, I believe... Uh, waive some more student loan debt for people that have been caught up in uh, that went to ITT. Oh shit, so, ITT so Tech. Y'all remember the them commercials? The private, the private, yeah, them private colleges. They yeah, got those, those yeah. for-profit colleges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I gotta give a shout out to Joseph Robinette Biden. Now you know I, I have stuff to say about how Democrats don't fight. Um, a lot of the time, like they don't fight the way that I would prefer, but yeah. he's getting some shit done. This has been a very effective two years, and he has a very, very solid record for uh, Democrats running in this midterm. I mean, it's looking up in terms of the House and the Senate. Now, I don't know how the fuck Raphael Warnock is behind that goddamn idiot. Herschel oh, Lord. Georgia, get it together. Come on. I know, yeah. I know we tired y'all, but black people. Gonna have to come to the rescue in Georgia yet again. I know. And don't forget our girl Stacy's running for governor down there, y'all. Shit is happening. Val Demings is up on Marco Rubio in the latest poll. Beto is doing some shit in Texas. I believe he's within two points of that raggedy-ass Greg Abbott. Mm. Shit is in reach, y'all. So mm. don't give up. Even the, the face of this bullshit, we just, we gotta keep going.
Gotcha. Dries, before we get to you, we remind everybody to get uh, in order as far as the rules are concerned in your city, state, county. Uh, as far as voting uh, is concerned, registering, make sure that you make uh, those deadlines. Call your board of elections, get online to your board of elections, figure out what the playbook is in your individual, again, city, state, county, and uh, be registered to vote. We don't care who you vote for as long as you take part in the process. Uh, you know, we just want to make sure that you're registered to vote and that your vote uh, counts uh, as it will uh, come election day, general election day. Drees, we don't have a final four. We have a final three. Shout out, prediction, or a final thought. Did I say final thought twice? Yeah, you said it's final thought, a prediction, or, or a shout, shout out. out. Yeah. Shout out. Gotcha. All right. This, okay, this is going to be a prediction. I'm going to build on T-Petty. And I, I said this before, but T Petty, I hate I hope Joe takes all that energy and all that momentum and he kind of transferred to the Democratic Party. And I hope they infuse Vice President Harris with all that and just kind of turn the reins over to her. <laughs> Cause people in the midst of all this, people is still talking about Joe, is you gonna do it again? And so, so I'm glad we in this phase of talking about accomplishments, accomplishments. And now I think is the time on strong footing to be saying, here's what we accomplished. We got so much more to do and we can do it. And the way to do it is right here with this black woman. So that's why, that's why I'm predicting that hopefully it'll shift because before they wasn't, they weren't thinking about that. It was like, you know, but now they got the opportunity to shape that and shape how it looks and do it in a way where it's strong. It's from a strong position. So I'm hoping they do that. So that's my prediction. They'll take all that and pour it into, to, uh, you know, nominee Harris. Gotcha. T-Petty. Nominee Harris. Gotcha. T-Petty, any counterpoint on that before uh, we shut it down? Now, y'all know me and Dries been arguing about this shit for weeks. And we're going to keep arguing, you know, good and goddamn well that Kamala Harris is not running for president in 2024. In this climate, they can't even get a white woman elected. And you know how America loves white women. Mm. They ain't finna elect yeah. no black, let alone black and East and Asian, South Asian. <laughs> Fucking forget it. That shit is not happening. <laughs> you know it's not. So just roll with Joe until Joe says that he's not going to run. That is, that's it. Quit talking about other nominees. Quit doing that shit. Because we've already had this argument. Gotcha. We've already had it, so don't do it. Gotcha. All right, well, I'm just saying, T-Pay, they're in a good spot right now. They're in a real good spot. If they're going to exactly. do it, now the time to do it. Sir, he's not going to do it. Just they're in a good spot and build on the momentum. That's where we at. Gotcha. All right, y'all, we got uh, some get well wishes uh, from some of our most devoted listeners. Nay from Naptown. Um, in fact, now folks uh, recovering from summertime surgery. We want to uh, wish her uh, some, send her some get well wishes. Oh, and, hey, uh, Nay. So uh, she's Take doing care, good. Girl. Absolutely. She's doing good. So we want to uh, continue to wish her well post-surgery. Uh, my main man, Mike from 916, uh, just had surgery. We want to wish him well and uh, recuperating uh, from his surgery. And then um, also a uh, tire here girl, uh, 703704. 
uh, she listens in and uh, we want to wish her well from uh, recent surgery. And uh, we just uh, just uh, sending out prayers for for everybody for good health and good times and, you know, uh, super well. Man, our listeners must have health insurance. <laughs> that's all right right there. <laughs> health insurance. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Um, shifting oh gears, literally the uh, great summer shared ride experience is uh, going very, very well. I feel like uh, George Jefferson on the opening of the Jeffersons or Mr. Drummond on the opening of different strokes, just riding around, going back and forth to work. This is working out very well. Got rid of the car and uh, T. Petty, I'm now on the bonus plan on rhymes with gifts. So I got even deeper <laughs> discounts. This shit is working out. I'm man, like, you, you unlocking levels. Man, I'm unlocking <laughs> levels. About to hit this hundredth ride, and um, I just listen to my music, or you know, I just be on the phone and boom, bam, bip. By the time I get there, I feel refreshed. You ain't got to fight that traffic in the whole nine yards. So this shit is working out. I'm like, man, I, this is. I'm, I'm feeling this. I'm like, okay, this can work. This can work. So uh, now we got to see, you know, once the, you know, inclement weather gets here with uh, snow and ice. But for right now, we're gonna ride this shit to the end of uh, fall and see how it goes. But uh, this is working out. This is working out. Also, we continue to have our uh, our um, pseudo agenda and meetings on the 100th episode. We got uh, blocked uh, on one avenue that we're going down, but we're going to put our heads together and we're going to make this happen. I got, uh, well, my uh, Mrs. Nook says that she will be a production assistant for the day. I'm not sure how much I will have to pay her for that, but uh, she will uh, assist with that. And then uh, I think we got liquor on deck. We just need to figure out what kind of food we're going to have, where this venue is going to be. And then uh, we'll go ahead and take things from there. So we probably anticipating sometime in, in uh, October or November uh, to go ahead and have that 100 episode. But we're getting closer. This is episode 95 after party number 24. So we'll have one more after party uh, before we hit the 100th episode. And uh yeah, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. So, uh, you know, sometime in the fall, we'll put it at that. So uh, y'all got any uh, news or notes on that y'all want to speak on as far as the 100th episode is concerned? Man, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward for us all getting back together again. It's, it's, it's going to be a party. It's going to be a big party. That's what's up. T. Patty? Hey, uh, I can't believe that it's 100 episodes coming up. Yeah. Um, so this has been... This has been quite the ride because most of it has been through the Rona. I know, right? It's like uh, shaking hands, putting your hands on the glass behind, uh, you know, uh, with the phone in jail. It's like, shit, we're about to break out. <laughs> <laughs> or, now, why'd you have to use the ad analogy? I mean, see, that's, the only, that's the first thing that came to mind is like, we were behind glass. Or like, uh, if, you, if you know, uh, 1980s music videos, remember AHA, uh, uh, what is it, Take On Me? And the guy was in the cartoon and he couldn't break out. So we about to bust out. <laughs> Rick James, L7, and all that shit. So uh, we'll see what's up. Well, this has been a very interesting episode. We appreciate you riding with us. This is episode 95 of the Digital Gumbo Podcast, After Party number 24. Oh, this is the name of the episode. 
the FBI investigated Bill Russell once and called him, quote, an arrogant Negro. So this has been the three arrogant Negroes episode of the Digital Gumbo podcast. You like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. But um, yeah, the three arrogant Negroes. I, li- I like that. So that's that's what we're going to call this episode. You good with that, T-Patty? I mean, always. <laughs> I, 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 I've been called maybe arrogant or uppity a time or two. There you go. Got At least you. I know you are arrogant, Negro. <laughs> <laughs> you sure you mean ignorant? <laughs> no, we was we. I, well, I was ignorantly cringy on episode ninety four. If you need to rewind that and check that out, full library. The Digital Gumbo Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Android, or wherever you get your podcasts, including your smart speaker. Tell your smart speaker to play the Digital Gumbo Podcast. But yes, episode ninety four, ignorantly cringy. Episode ninety five, the three arrogant Negroes so uh, it's it and that's that y'all got anything else before we get out of here I think that's it for me I'm good three arrogant Negroes signing off until episode 96 again we appreciate y'all riding with us tell a friend uh, about the digital gumbo podcast and I've been telling my uh, my shared ride drivers about it too so they tell two friends and boom you know we'll be able to take over the world by oh I don't know the end of the year so uh We'll see you how this goes. (laughs) Until next time, we will check y'all out. Next time, be safe. Um, You know, uh, be well. And uh, we'll check y'all out on episode 96. We out? Peace. Peace.